You're listening to Podcast Joe, the podcast with no name and no agenda. Our goal is to promote open dialogue and talk about what's current and natural, not based off an agenda. My name is John Williams, along with my co-host Tyler Head, who I sit down with to have real conversations about real life and real events. Welcome to episode number two of the Podcast Joe. Welcome to the Podcast Joe, episode two. Tyler, how do you feel? We're in episode two. Let me know, what are your thoughts? I feel awful right now. Why? Uh, the weather outside is uh, frightful. Okay, aside from the weather. I was going to start the little Christmas. I, I knew you were there, so I was trying to cut it no, off. No, I feel like crap. I feel awful today. I haven't taken a nap. And in fact, the quicker we get the show over with, the quicker I can take my nap. I don't, and the napping time that you're supposed to you know, go into that... It's not REM sleep. You don't want to go into REM sleep while you're napping. You just want to yeah. rest your mind, rest your body. The ideal time is anywhere between 12 to 3. It's is is three, that actually true? Yes. It's before, is that it's, factual information? Yeah. Like I, if I Google I it right it now. Up. Yes, I'll Google it right you now. You literally said you made it up. Perfect time to nap. Okay. But I guarantee I'm right. Well, anyway, something that I, I was asking specifically about the podcast, and it's not necessarily about yourself, but anyway, from my point of view... Episode two, I am hyped, and I'll tell you why. I have said for years that I wanted to start a podcast, and there was always like, uh, either I didn't have the right equipment, or I didn't have the right people, I didn't know what to talk about, I didn't know how to distribute it, I didn't know, like, it, it was just all, it's like so many I don't knows, and I like wasted, well not wasted, but no, you did waste. spend money going to like conferences, to like teach you about like digital media. And at this point we're talking about like probably, I don't know, maybe $2,000 total, but like just going figuring out how to, you know, be creative, how to do things like podcasting and like YouTube and how to do this and like the social media digital space. Anyway, absolutely nowhere, but here we are, you know, two, almost three years later finally starting so regardless of how you feel about it i'm hyped so just put that out there that's great and you know i think it just speaks truth to uh the contrast of if it's not our personalities on the day maybe it's our mindset maybe it's our approach john's feeling hyped i'm sad like extremely hyped. happy uh how the how the take a nap nap will works i just read that off a little website by dr sarah mednick and basically, if you wake up at 5 a.m. on the regular, take a nap at 1, and that nap can last anywhere from 20 to 40 minutes. If you wake up at 7, take your nap at 3. So there is a little nap wheel out there. So is it like basically eight hours after you wake up, you take a nap? I guess so. I don't know. So if I wake up this morning, I think I woke up, dude, I straight up am probably, honestly, I hope I don't have like, super super amount of responsibilities later in my life that have like time restrictions because i'm never going to be on time so yeah that's a yeah that's my it's a great cousin not being on time had a wedding this morning <laughs> obviously this is why i'm dressed like this um full suit and tie situation um and the wedding was at 11 30 Oh my goodness. And so it was on top of it, it was a 30 minute drive. So I had to be ready to go at 11. You know, it's good luck if it rains on the wedding day. I woke up at 9 o'clock, which is plenty of time. Did not want to get out of bed. I got out of bed at like 10 15. 
And I was like, oh, well, I gotta definitely gotta leave by, you know, 11. So I was like, oh, yeah, it's fine. I, I left, I'm pretty sure, by like 10.50. And then as I'm getting it, like, driving, Facebook sends me a, a reminder. It's like, oh, you have an event today because they made a Facebook group so that everybody can get information. And it was like the wedding starts in 10 minutes. And I'm like, you son of a biscuit. Um, and so I look on Facebook while I'm driving in the rain. That's and safe. I do so, so safe. And Did you hydroplane? A little bit, actually. And it literally said that it started at 11 o'clock. And I'm like, what the mess? But then I clicked through to the link that um, was kind of like the official wedding website. And it said 1130. So then I went, you know, my brain processed a little bit and was like, so it has to start at 1130. And maybe they put 11 to make sure that people like me who would run late would be late to the the fake invite but then end up being early to the actual time um but anyway yeah so the thing that like finally during the podcast has kind of placed on my shoulders this week because i mean it's been it's been a it's been a couple days i guess we we shot it last no almost a week and a half ago and and we put it out on Wednesday, maybe. What are we talking about? The wedding? No, the first podcast. What? Episode one. We're I'm talking... so lost. Don't You're just don't. No, just, just don't worry about it. I We're... had a couple of questions regarding the wedding. Okay, I ask the couple that got. How do you know the couple that got married? Well, it was my cousin and his fiance now wife. And they live in Arlington. Yeah, they live in Arlington. Oh, okay. Was it a fun wedding? Was alcohol involved? <sighs> So it wasn't a fun wedding. Yeah, it, alcohol wasn't. A it fun. was. It was just. It was different. And I think m- m- me personally, I'm a little burnt out this year because I moved a decent amount across the country, and then not even two weeks into the, that move, I had three weddings back to back. Three, all three that I was in, all three that I had to either buy a suit or rent a tux from, all three that I had to fly to by flight or a six hour drive one way and so it just became like an entire ordeal yeah which is great if you think about it like justin timberlake as long as i got my suit and tie yeah but i had a fly character you know three suits and three ties that were not cheap um you think your uh your cousin will have like kids oh absolutely so i was thinking today about euphemisms and I was like, okay, hypothetically, I get married one day, have a wife, and she becomes pregnant. How are we going to spread that news to the people around us? So I said, what euphemism can I give to the people? And I thought, this is perfect. It's like someone asked, what's going on in your life? It's like, oh, not much, but um, my wife, she's not going to be able to stand near a microwave for nine months. (laughs) (laughs) Like my wife... She's not going to be able to drink wine on a regular basis. Wait, are pregnant women supposed to drink wine? I don't think they so. They can drink like wine. I heard through the grapevine. It's funny because that's how you make wine. Yeah, that's how you make wine. And there's also Grapevine, Texas. So, man, I'm just on it today. Um, yeah, yeah, I heard they're supposed to have a glass like every once in a blue moon. Imagine if you live in but Grapevine or one of us live in Grapevine and we can name the podcast already through the Grapevine. Oh, that would be great. Yeah, they have a wonderful little Christmas light 
edition. Dude, you year. know what's funny? I'm Literally, somebody to, was I'm talking about that. I'm not going to go to it with you. I'm somebody, not. no, I think we should. Somebody was talking about that at work this week. Actually, it's at the Gaylord Hotel. Like that was actually a conversation yeah. at work today. But going back, do you have any more wedding questions? Okay, good. No. Um, podcast episode number one. First of all, I think we've gotten great feedback from all of our friends. Yeah, but they're biased. They're yeah, yeah, they're biased. But I mean, I feel like some more than others will be a little bit more honest and genuine and just let us give us more constructive yeah. feedback and not let us fail. But yeah, I mean, my dad, for instance, he said, Tyler, um, I like the podcast, but I'm still very disappointed in you in just other regards. <laughs> so, that was really comforting to hear. Maybe one day we can we can work on those other parts of life. Nah, it's okay. Um, I have a I have a really and I don't mean to I do mean to interrupt you. <laughs> this is a is insurance necessary? Is it a necessary evil? I it is def- it, it is definitely a necessary evil because you don't need it until you need it. And then yeah, at that point it's too late. Point. Yeah, but okay, so say we lived in a society where insurance was not a thing. What would we do? I mean, you would just roll with the punches of life, you know? And would surgeries be less expensive? Would cars and vehicles be less expensive? I just, I don't understand. I, I understand insurance and its purpose, mm. but we spend so much money on like insuring like a response to a disaster or something. I don't know. It just so seems- there, there are two sides to it for like just random things. Like I have renters insurance for whatever reason. Um, you place, you, but-, but it's like I, I, I'm paying this money and to be honest, the things that if something happened to my apartment, granted, if I wasn't liable for the, the apartment as a whole, the things that I need, I like if I just was smart about it and, and just the money that I'm paying on rent insurance, I just put in a separate savings account. I feel like that would like long term that would, that would work out. And I feel like the same as like car insurance and because half the time, like I got car and I have full coverage car insurance, but I have a cracked windshield that they won't cover. But I've paid you like, I don't know how many thousands of dollars in insurance premiums for the last I, mean, I got that car in 2012 so i've been paying insurance for five years or no six years like i've paid you six years worth of insurance premiums but you can't cover my cracked windshield that probably costs like less than 200 dollars. so it's just like things like that uh but also you have the i just got a brand new car i'm only three months into it and then somebody t-bone man is like totaled out but so in okay, that case, so let's take the insurance. insurance out of, let's say, let's say that insurance was not a part. Let's act like insurance is never a thing. Okay, and I have a lot of friends get, who work in get, insurance, so they'd be disappointed. Yeah, and they should be disappointed. They should find <laughs> other careers. Oh my god! Yeah, that's hot take of the day, John. Hot take. Burr, 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 burr. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was an awful attempt. I know. I should edit that out. Yeah, you you probably should. So. Um, Say that situation, you get T-boned and insurance is never um, a thing, okay? The the person, you know, responsible for the wreck, like they just pay up. Like wouldn't wouldn't materials, surgeries, etc., be cheaper if insurance was not a thing? It's almost like a um 
I'm trying to see what do you call it, like a uh, like an escrow system. Because can you, you speak English, please? I, I escrow is so like it's, it's mainly used when you buy a house, but you would basically put the money in escrow, and then on the person who is receiving it can't take the money out until they fulfill some type of obligation, whether they sign a deed or sign a yeah. contract. And so it's almost like you can, like, imagine if you could Venmo somebody money, but Venmo wouldn't let them cash out unless they confirm that they did something on behalf of you. So if if you're driving and I T-bone you and you're like, all right, pay up. And I'm like, I don't have it. Then how can you, like, what what can you do at that point? If it's not backed by something other than yourself. Oh my goodness. I just read here, insurance in the news. David Beckham, the soccer player, his legs are insured for $70 million. Mm-hmm. That he, is crazy. Yeah, athletes His legs those. are more valuable than 10 Tyler heads put together over a lifetime of their savings. <laughs> goodness gracious. That's uh, awesome. Good for David Beckham's legs. So next topic, um, and see, I'm scared to even speak to elaborate on my theories behind the insurance world. I'm not gonna. I'm not trying to sit here and act like a conspiracy theorist, but I'm just saying I feel like if I dig deep into it, we're gonna find some answers that we don't like. Well, I mean, I, I feel like that's that's with most industries or most um, things within the financial sector because. A lot of them are built on either saving you or making you money, but it it ends up only helping out the people who claim to have your best interests. Um, but you do bring up something interesting, though, and I don't know if you know this, but there's a community outside of Macon, Mississippi, and they don't deal with insurance at all. They It's a church, and basically what they do is they take... Um, Everybody and, and I think is is somehow working to the ties and offerings, but they take a percentage or they ask for a percentage every week. And so whenever is it a Mennonite church, yes, Mennonite church. And it's so like Shelley. So whenever like and I actually you know worked in my previous job, we would handle insurance claims or we would respond on behalf of insurance claims. And we went and we was like, all right, who is your insurance agent? He was like. Oh, somebody at the church. He uh, <laughs> just go see him. He'll write you a check. You know, get all this squared away. Um, so I mean, that's, so, a, that's okay, a, and so they make I it see, work. So what I see there is that it's built on a network of support. So yeah, it's not just an individual's income, and they have to rely on security through a different, you know, a third party. They rely on the community. So yeah, the it's community all there. Helps the community. I like that. See, that's that's awesome. There's honor in that. Maybe we should do that. Which brings up the other topic of the day. Hot. This is a hot button issue. Everyone's talking about it. And no, no one's talking oh, about it. Say, I'm like the only person that's Kind of like that one time. He's like, everybody calls me cornstalk or whatever yeah. you say. Or that Chick-fil-A and Starbucks should be combined. <sighs> I've got a couple of other business ideas that I think are really going to stick. Okay, we should not talk about your business ideas. We will before the end of the episode. But <laughs> I, I really had a very deep question and... I guess a few weeks ago, I thought, you know, do the values of Christianity align with capitalism? Is that a tough question? If you don't want to, I, I don't know. I don't have an, I have kind of a I gut feeling, but I have no proof. 
no data to search to see that do they align I mean really well I feel like there's so so many nuances with that question it's like well, gonna, are you I'm talking about like the, modern day capitalism or like what capitalism is supposed to be uh, well one can say okay are you comparing modern day Christianity to modern day let's okay let's do that let's say modern day capitalism and modern day Christianity and I'm gonna look look up the word nuance I've had <laughs> ten people in the last week say the word nuance and you still don't know what it means yeah I know I kind of do but all right what do you think it means Tell me what you kind of do think it means. Oh, well, I know exactly what it means. It means a subtle difference in or shade of meaning, expression, or sound. Oh, it's not like you Googled it or anything. Yeah, I did Google it. Um, Actually, binged it. I didn't Google it. Uh, yeah, I mean, I just, they're just, I, mm, I don't at this moment have an answer to that question. And I feel bad because I've stumped you with a very difficult question that I think if I did respectfully ask you, I'll give you like a week in advance <laughs> to like And you just put, me, just put me on but the podcast. Maybe, maybe someone in the audience like has like, they're like, oh my goodness, I heard this. Also, I just want to preface, the, the name of the podcast is Podcast Doe, no name, no agenda. We don't discuss beforehand what we're going to talk about. So I'm 100% caught off guard by this question. <laughs> like this is not staged at all. 100% caught off guard. <laughs> Oh man, and uh, I—I'm not gonna say I sincerely apologize, but you I don't. Apologize. You know, no. you don't. I don't. I, I, don't I feel apologize. like you have zero remorse. Yeah, about this correct. at all. I think you know is to be honest. A lot, a lot of it is other than Christianity. Like the the way you maneuver within the realm of capitalism is how you make it. Um, there are people who. Are you would say are like a textbook version of somebody who believes in capitalism? They, you know, they they trade stocks, they do this, they trade other. But for example, actually, it's funny you say that. It's funny I say that because I'm the one talking right now. Um, I was watching a video of a guy who I've been following for a couple of years now. Actually, he um, made a lot of money in the stock market trading small cap stocks but he also over the last couple of years has given away so much of his money to like wildlife conservation yeah, efforts yeah. things like that and so like there's this capitalism working for good but then you have people who correct literally make money just for the sake of making okay money or being the richest person or saying they make a lot correct. of money so or, then it just comes down to what your moral yeah i mean i think i think they can align they can align yeah because it, it it relates to what are your intentions and how you act upon those. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, but and I'm not trying to downplay uh, capitalism. I mean, that's why the United States of America is, you know, exponentially higher than than any other country in the world. Now, I have seen a lot of st statistics on education rates in smaller countries versus the U.S. and we're kind of we're not ranked in the top ten. I don't even know if we're ranked in the top 20. We're probably not ranked at all, if we're being completely honest. Um, yeah, I really hate you for spraying that question on me like that. Yeah, it's okay. Do some research. We'll we'll come back to it maybe next next episode. I, I'm, and, and we're John, officially disbanding the podcast. John, I'll be I'll be honest with you. And uh, I'm not a big fan of our name. 
<laughs> I, I know you aren't, but you know what? You let me you let me go with it, and so like, how do you how do you take it back? Yeah, how do I take it back? Maybe our our podcast name should be Nuance Nuances. No, nah, I don't like it, man, because we already have a name. Yeah, that's right. Can we? Is it ever too late in the game to change your name? Um, I, if you ch- if you change your name, I will change the name of the podcast. My name, yeah. my legal name. Mm-hmm. Deal. Okay. I'm just saying I'm not going to act upon it, but I'm just saying deal. Like, okay. Yeah. If we I have do a deal. That, I'm not going to change my name. I'm not going to change the name of the podcast. All right. <laughs> I'm glad we settled that. Hey, what's the one song as a child we always sing? Was that what's the one movie? The Bare Necessities. Yeah. The simple bare necessities. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What are the bare necessities in life, in your opinion? A roof over your head and food. What? Are you not going to elaborate? No more commas? No. No more? Do you just think it's a, a roof over your head and food? Yeah. You don't need water? Well, I mean, I would I would include food, I mean, water as a part no. of... No, they're like, separate. Things, they're that separate. You, things that you consume to live is okay, food. So the bare necessities of life. Food, water, shelter, of course. Okay. okay. Food, water, shelter. But in the modern era that we live in... Oh, I need an iPhone charger. Food, I actually, water. I need three iPhone chargers. Three iPhone chargers. Wi-Fi. One for my truck. A Keurig. Yeah. A Keurig? Mm-hmm. Okay. You, you do the pods? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I, I just go to Starbucks. And then I go to Chick-fil-A. <laughs> I, um have been a lifelong not lifelong because i really didn't have a starbucks in the vicinity until like 2011 but since then i've been a faithful starbucks customer like i'm pretty sure the first year i started being a starbucks customer i got gold status probably halfway through the year is there even a starbucks in the delta of mississippi no that's what i'm saying like Uh, so it was when i got to college and we had one on campus that i actually got gold status and i've kept it every year since then and now that i work in a building that also has a starbucks i i when i first started i legitimately went there probably three out of the five days a week and i cut back on it because i was like i can see where this is going and it's not a good place um but then now i'm thinking about going back to that mainly because as of this week I'm officially only in the office two days a week. So if I if I get Starbucks two days a week, that's, that's not, not terrible. But when I was going like four or five times a day, like that definitely adds up. And we do have um, a coffee machine in the office, but it is so horrible that I can't drink it. Um, I mean, if, if you're like a black coffee person, it's probably right up your alley, but I don't do black coffee, so. Yeah, you, you've got to doctor your coffee up, I'm sure. So speaking of the Delta, I have... You know, before we move on to this next next topic, I want to talk about the stench of Dallas. Dallas has a certain smell to it. First of all, I can't get over. get get off of my city. Dallas does not have a stench. It has a. It smells like a homeless man's armpit. Did I say what? that? Am I having deja vu? Did I say that in episode one? I don't think you did. Okay, good because wow. It, I'm happy you didn't say it now, but I regret that you said it at this time. Yeah. Um, no, Dallas does not have a stench to it. The air in Dallas is so crisp. <laughs> yeah, it's crisp because it just smells awful. Like, no, the stench it's is like so there. So refreshing. It's, the stench is almost becoming tangible. That's like you can just reach yeah, out and grab that's it. What you mean by crisp? No, I don't. I don't. I one hundred percent disagree with this. Um, I feel like there is 
one section of Dallas they downtown that was having sewage problems over the last week that has a, a clear and distinct smell. I've been to Dallas a few times and I've had the same experience. But I, I no, I think you're just upset. I think Fort Worth smells horrible. See, now you're just saying that in spite. We're not starting a spite war. No, we're 100% I, because I, I don't smell it in Dallas. <laughs> because you're accustomed to it. Even when I first moved, I didn't smell it. Next time I'm going to Dallas, I'm going to carry a Febreze bottle. Actually, I have a shameless confession. Go for it. <laughs> so, I just moved to Dallas. <gasps> Dude, this is insane. I moved to Dallas five months ago today. Wow, I thought you were going to have like bigger news. But anyway, so I moved to Dallas five months ago today. Oh, the irony. Um, and... I did, but I decided, this is also crazy, a year ago this month that I wanted to move to Dallas. Why, why am I going full circle so, so much right now? Um, so it was last October. I was going to a Bruno Mars concert in Dallas. You want to know something else that's full circle? Bruno Mars has a concert in Dallas this weekend. Like, wow. dude. It's My a, mind is blown. And Dude, John, I have a concern. I have a concern that our podcast is going to turn in. It's a it's full circle. transition from a conversation between two people into therapist Tyler helps John talk through his issues. And I don't <laughs> okay, think- well, let me just get through this one. Um, so when I when I was driving up to Dallas last October to go to a Bruno Mars concert, that's still crazy to me. Um, I was I actually texted someone. The second that I got into the Dallas city limits, and I said it smelled like Hennessy outside. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I mean, I kind of, I kind of get what you're saying, but also at the same time, just back up off my city, okay? Because I'm very defensive of Dallas. Hey, what's today's date? Thirteenth, Saturday, thirteenth. Oh, shoot, Ooh. I thought it was going to be Friday. Ooh, that would have been crazy, especially in October, dude. Friday the thirteenth and any October is the worst time ever. Friday thirteenth. I'm not going to disagree with you. Like, I feel like just people were like, oh my God, I got to take off work because I'm afraid I'm getting a car accident um, on my way to work. to have insurance. At least you're not bitter about it. Uh, yeah. I see the purpose of insurance. I just have okay. a question mark. Dude, thank goodness for Apple search. This is, this is proof. This was on October 27th, 2017. At 4.41 p.m., read that text message. You want me to read it out loud? The the one in green. Oh, yeah, it does say, why does Dallas smell like Hennessy? Like, I had just driven into the Dallas city limits. You know what? Dude, I can't make this stuff up, you know? Okay, so, yeah, when you originally entered Dallas, you had that smell. Mm -hmm. And see, you've been poisoned by the city. So now you're. Uh, if anything, smell. I've been enlightened by the city. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah you have. Okay. I'm so such a better person. My next question, and this is gonna get deep, and you may cry, <laughs> but uh, I we never finished the bare necessities. What about it? I just I thought that was gonna. I told you what I need. I, I need if we're being realistic. I need Wi-Fi. I need a, a bed, a, an apartment, like somewhere to sleep. Transportation. Um, transportation. Depending on what country. Yeah, depending like, on yeah community. other things. I need, you know, a smartphone. You need insurance. I need... Legally. Yeah, legally you need insurance. Um, need a bank account. 
See, and I'm already stressed. No wonder Americans become so stressed in their lives. You know, you get 20, 30, 40, get to that midlife crisis. John Mayer said he had a quarter life crisis. Dude, I think I did. Yeah, no, and you should. Stress is so high in the States in such a, a modern society because we have all of these legally required substances. I mean, so, whether they're tangible or intangible. It's funny you say that. It was real like two things that made me remember something. Um, and it was like John Mayer and then we were talking about like phone chargers. I saw a quote last week because last week, um, Cameron Wood Day, but it was like mental health day. Um, I saw a quote and it said, we recharge our phones every night, but how often do we recharge ourselves? And I was like, hmm. I've been on zero for a while. That one, dude, I've been on low battery. Like a low battery notification has been there. Yeah. Like I'm on low battery right now. I'm get notifications. I need more memory. <laughs> I think you can help that one. Um, yeah, I do. I think I've been, especially this summer, it's been like, as far as life advancement, a pretty big summer for me. I don't even feel like I've had time to just take it all in because I like moved to Dallas, was going, 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 had those three weddings, work in and out, went home a couple of times, had like funerals, weddings, like, dude, it's been a lot. I mean, it and one could appreciate technology because it allows us to be connected with people back in Mississippi or Florida and friends all over the country and you know even all over the world but um, I think if they're overused then they begin to hinder your experiences because you know if we spend too much time you know we just moved to the DFW area Mm -hmm. John lives in Dallas I live in Fort Worth you know if we spend too much time connecting with our old friends not that they're old but they're still our friends you know, how are we expecting ourselves to create new friendships in the places we live? Yeah. So, you know, there's got to be a balance there. Um, I, and, John, I, I don't know how many times I've spoke to you how I think, you know, phones are certainly not helpful if they're overused. Yeah, I feel like I'd, <laughs> I'll be the first one to say I use mine for literally everything. Like, I was at the wedding and I took my phone out to Google which fork should I use. But also, you know, it was an education experience. And I know the difference between like a dessert and salad fork and a dinner fork. Yeah. Well, I used it today. I looked up what's the capital of Romania. I think it's... Why? Like, like tell me how that conversation even come about. I met, the, I met these two ladies in Walmart and they're from Romania. And I was like interested. What is a capital? Why do they live in the United States? They're very nice. And uh, let's just say my grocery cart. Was did you meet? Did you meet them on the single foods aisle? <laughs> no, I met. I was actually surprisingly shopping in the like the, the apples. I mean the fruit section. The apple section. The apple section. <laughs> the apple my, subdivision. Apple iPhone. No, I was in the fruit section, and uh, that's where I, I think they initiated the conversation. But their grocery cart was full of carrots and onions and healthy vegetables and fruits mm-hmm. mine was full of processed food that i had literally picked up from the single section of the grocery store so yeah my life's still sad that's why i'm sad today there are a lot of reasons why i'm sad but I, hey let's move on you're not my therapist i'm not yours we're not here to explain why our lives are not as good as we were if you need a therapist i can definitely do that for you no no i would you would be the last person i'd pick as my therapist. why that's so rude John, I, I need ears, okay? I'm 100%. Like, I have two ears. 
everyone has ears. And it's I'm, just a matter of do we listen? No, I'm. I I actually think I'm. A, a, I'm one of the better people who listens. Not necessarily like because some people. <laughs> Some people just hear what you're saying, but I think I actually John, listen. John, you're so you're so biased towards yourselves. I want to get a take from probably JoJo or Eddie. I want to get their opinion. Now, you know what? Speaking of our friend group, how do you think Sam Osborne is doing right now? Don't Dude, you miss Sam? I I'm actually disappointed. I think that was one of the things that I regret from my last sprint in Starville. Is that I did not seize more opportunities that involve Sam Osborne. Because you think about it, like, the whole group, like, literally everybody except, well, I think it was really all your roommates the last year, like, Zach, Sam. Um, but then Sam ended up going to the co-op, and I'm like, oh, dang, he's gone. Not forever, but by the time he gets back, I'll be gone. And so, Sam, I miss you. Um, we should hang out soon. I don't miss you, Sam. Sam, he misses you. I don't miss him. Um, yeah, I feel like I feel like Sam is just being Sam. Well, and you know, we all Sam is my friend that I can talk Austin Powers movies with, and everyone has that friend. You know, who's your Austin Powers movies friend? You know? I don't have an Austin Powers. See, and that's what's wrong with you. And I and I don't think I need one if we're being completely you honest. You should. You should have one. So, next topic of today's episode, and I know John, you said, don't bring up any business venture ideas that you have but I have no option but to you can't stop this ice ball alright just mountain. do it I somehow felt like I had got away with it because I was I was actually hoping you had forgot no but you did I have a steel trap memory okay let's see here here it goes uber police drivers what <laughs> elaborate uber police drivers so basically anytime I've ever seen a police driver police officer they are you know, sitting on the side of the road, you know, clocking people, seeing how fast they're driving, or they're doing nothing. Now, I don't want to, I'm not insulting police drivers, but most of the time I see them, they're on the side of the highway, um, just idling. They're an idle. And I'm like, okay, they're always driving around. They know the ins and the, and the outs of the city. For the most part, they define themselves as like, they're all about safety and security and helping the community out. So why not combine Uber and police a police force. So, for instance, say a city is lacking funding for their police department. Okay, they team up with Uber, and you know, basically for every Uber ride that they give or Lyft, we could. Why? I'm always so biased towards Uber. Yeah, and you know, I'm biased towards Lyft. That's right. That's right. And see, I have a 5.0 Uber rating. I have a 5.0 Lyft yeah, rating. As a customer, well. One could say it's harder to get that 5.0 Uber One could say a lot of things, but... Anyway, let, let me go on. So, combine Uber, combine a police force, and basically, okay, say we have a night out on the town, and we, we're not going to be driving, so we call Uber, or, you know, use an app, and, okay, comes up, is a police car, he picks us up. I have never felt more safe. I'm in the back of a police car. I'm not going to be foolish. They're just going to drop me off at my address. But I think it could work. Now, there are a lot of flaws in my theory. There are so many flaws in their theory. It, honestly, you have more flaws in your theory than you have not flaws. So you're, you're it's like, thinking the disadvantages. Like, imagine you went to the store and bought some Swiss cheese. 
but it has so many holes in it that literally the cheese is non-existent. <laughs> so, so you're saying first of all, let's the, just, my so cheese is no good. When you see them in Idle, and you know, let's say they were like, you know, I'm gonna do a ride real quick. What if in the middle of the ride? Yes, yes. They're well, like, absolutely. oh my god, there's, there's a there's I a bank that. robbery, yeah. and I have to like yes. lug these people with Correct. me to this bank robbery where they're yeah robbers, armed robbers. It's a free ride along, machine guns. Yes, literally shooting people. Okay, why do your robbers have to have machine guns? Why can't they just have like oh we're because just bank with no as weapons. of yesterday, I just finished season two of Money Heist on Netflix. Which is a good show if you've never heard of it. Not sponsored by Netflix or Money Heist. Such a good show. And let me tell you something. When they went and robbed their bank, they did not have little handguns. They had full-on automatic machine guns as a defense mechanism. So you, you have to expect You're the letting worst. Hollywood manipulate this. So you're saying no one has ever robbed a bank with machine guns? I'm saying yes, they have. But I'm yes, saying you have to assume clock. the worst. You have to assume the worst case scenario. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So we assume the worst case scenario. So you get picked up at 1:30 on Seventh Street in Fort Worth, <laughs> and on the way driving you back to your house, they get this call in. Hey, there, there's no one's robbing a bank at 1:30 in the morning because banks aren't open. I mean, one would say it's probably the best time to rob it if it's not okay, open. Okay. All right. So there's no one at the bank. Police car. Well, I mean, says, hey, okay, says, the hey. bank's not open. There are so many other scenarios that could okay. prohibit the same result. It would be so fun. See, you're so, oh, you're such not. a realist. And then also, just think about. It. Let's say you had a perfect ride where, like, he picked you up, yeah. and dropped you off. Well, what if I said something in there that like self incriminates me? Like, is are they able to hold that against me in the court of law? No. Absolutely not. How can it's you say that though? You're in, you're in the back of a police car. I mean, if then you need to watch what you're saying. Be wise with your words, you know. So I think it would be great. I think the community would feel a deeper connection to their police force, and vice versa. So I'm just saying, I'm looking at the win-win-win situation here. And see, I'm such a dreamer. I'm looking. I'm I'm an optimist, John. I'm not a realist. You're you are just a pessimist, and maybe pessimistic and realism go hand in hand but i'm just thinking of all the opportunities wonderful opportunities that could come out of that interaction it'd be great and it would be fun right along you get to see him arrest someone on the street that'd be great i hate this idea i hate this idea more than i hate the chick-fil-a starbucks okay so in juxtaposition to that wonderful idea which would you rather support? Boom. If I had to pick one, I would literally put all my dollars into the Chick-fil-A Starbucks just so I wouldn't have any money left over to put in there. See, it's all about perspective. See, I had to give you a really bad idea to show you what is actually a really good idea. Okay, you may be able to help me out on this. There's a word that I saw months ago, and I've been obsessed with trying to realize what's... You know like when you hear a song... You're like, oh my God, what is this song? And you like research all it, like typing the lyrics yeah, in Google yeah. to try to figure it out. So there was a word, and basically is it it's, Nickelback? No. Um, it's, you think, like, so right now there are certain things that you think are bad. Okay. But then if you get into a situation and you hear things that are extremely bad, the things that were previously bad don't sound as bad going forward. Okay. There's a word for that. And I completely forgot what it was. And I've been trying to figure out what this word is for the past four months. 
Is it is it not juxtaposition? I don't think so. Let me read you the definition of juxtaposition. Oh, you mean you don't know what the definition of, but you're trying to force this word on me? I don't know the exact definition, and I want words have meaning, and I want to be correct when I give you this explanation, John. Mm, I bet they do. Okay, here it is. Uh, I don't think this is it. It's the, not it. The fact of two things being seen or placed close together with contrasting effect. I will figure out what this word is. is. It a slippery slope? Is it a literary term that you learned in high school? No, I learned it months ago. So um, basically high school English. I will figure out what this word is. Episode three, be ready, because that's how we start off the podcast. That's what? all I'm saying. Oh, finding this word? Yeah, oh, I'm going to find it, and then I'm going to let the people know on episode three that I found it. Hey, words have meaning. Words hey, this, do have meaning. You no, know, think about it. This is the quote of the day, and I'm telling you, a hundred years from now, someone's going to quote me on this. I promise you I came up with this, this phrase. Honesty adds, lies subtract, hate divides, love multiplies. The Mathematics of Life by Tyler Head. Boom. What do you think? Did you just make it up? I, I made that up like months ago. I don't think you made that up. I made that up. I wrote it down in my journal or my diary, whatever you want to call it. I don't think you made that up. I made that up. So if I Google that right now. Right now, I'll Google it with you. No, I don't. Okay. I All promise right. you. And someone's going to steal this little phrase and they're going to you know make millions off of it. Well, we have it documented. Because, it's because a... yeah, yeah. Okay, well, that's great. We have it documented. But they're going to make millions off of it. But my intentions aren't to make money. My intentions are just to you know pass along the a wise message to other people. You know, it's Love multiplies. So, really great business people, entrepreneurs will say that's how you make the most money. Is when your intentions aren't making money. Yeah. That's when you make the most money. Correct. I don't, my intentions aren't to make money. Because you just want to spread so, the word. Yes, I want to spread the word, John. Via a medium of t-shirt that people can buy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, when I first started doing, you, you brought up t-shirts, so I'm thinking, okay, I ordered t-shirts off of Amazon, not Amazon, off of a Vistaprint, mm-hmm. and you're like, big, yeah. special, I, I hope Vistaprint is listening right now, so anyways, and Amazon, Vistaprint and Amazon, the, the responsibility of this is kind of on their behalf, so I ordered like 15 shirts through Vistaprint, and that was supporting my comedy tour that I was doing, it's not really a comedy tour at all, but yeah, I, it was like I was a doing, one-time thing. I was doing, no it wasn't, I did it like six times in Fort Worth, but I was doing like open mic night at Hyena Comedy Club and I said, you know, I've got a little friend group and it would be great to have shirts and just create that memory and just be, you know, purely goofy with it. So I ordered shirts and it said the comedy tour, um, just three words, very simple, bold font. It was it was awesome because it's like, you know, someone says, man, what's that? It just opens up a can of worms. That's like my favorite Yeah, self-promotion. Yeah, so anyways, I ordered those. It cost like $140. And they came in, they're supposed to come in three days later. I never got them. Never got them. You still them. haven't got them? I still haven't got them. I ordered that back in June. And see, I'm not tech savvy to the point, and I hate chasing that rabbit down the field. It's like, it's not, it's such a hassle for me to chase like Amazon and Vistaprint and say, hey, I never got these shirts. I never got my money back either. So basically, that's why I'm broke. See, this is why you should ask for my help. I do, I'm, you know, I, I literally ran a, t-shirt company when I, was in, when I was in college see and knowledge is power and power is you know action you can act upon power so it's like i didn't have the knowledge therefore i didn't have i lack the power next time you should 
if we ever do shirts for the podcast, though, I'm one like I. I well, first claim, we'll change. I'll change my name. Second, we'll change the name of the. Podcast. I claim zero responsibility we'll, for t-shirts. Okay. Yeah. Well, I've I was really passionate about the t-shirt thing. I thought it was going to be a great thing. I want to start creating t-shirts that say like. One thing I really want to do is have just two words on the t-shirt. It says Jeffersonian ideal. You know what that is? No. Jeffersonian ideal is basically uh, created by Thomas Jefferson in the sense that politics should be practiced on a part-time basis. So you have your full-time civilian job and you're a part-time you know, politician or public servant. Because people, you know, the point there is that um, it's a mutual, mutually beneficial relationship, you know, the two practices you have benefit each other because if you're so tuned into your civilian world, you're not worried about the government. Or if you're tuned into your government job, you're not tuned into the civilian world. So it's like the Jeffersonian ideal, part-time government. All right. Well, that was a tangent. <laughs> Before we end this today, I always have these topics that are based on like it's kind of the versus, you know, like X versus Y, who's going to win. And I've had this battle with my best friend from high school since ninth grade. And we are, are so strongly opposed um, that we're willing to fight it out. But the, the question there is, who would win in a fight, an alligator or a tiger? No, let me let me rephrase that. A crocodile or a tiger. Crocodiles are bigger. I would be willing to say a crocodile. I, you're just so wrong. You know what's You're funny? So wrong. I knew I knew you were gonna say a tiger or male because it and again. Do I remind not, you of a tiger? This is not intentional because we don't talk about this beforehand, but we are literally on the opposite side of every single issue we bring up. It's contrasting, man. It's what's synon- a synonym for contrast? See, and I guarantee you, like, if we did a survey to our audience of like twenty people, it would be 15 five. 15 votes for the tiger, five votes for the crocodile. I think it'd be like 18 to a 2. A tiger is so more agile and is stronger. Okay, everyone's like, oh, crocodile's got the strongest biting force in the world. Okay, first got to get a hold of the agile tiger. That's impossible. Did I ask you in episode one what you think your spirit animal is? No, you did. What is your? What do you think your spirit animal is? I think you'd be a wolf. I know what your spirit beer is. It's a smearing off ice. I think my spirit animal would be a wolf. Like a, you're not a lone wolf though. Like you're. Well, oh, I didn't. I didn't say I was a lone wolf. Okay. I just I said just I'm a wolf. Want to clarify? Why are you a wolf? I think I have wolf-like personalities. All right. You want to elaborate on that, or just no. leave it at that? Yeah, I, just, I think I'm gonna leave it at I that. I have a friend in college, and I would ask them the same question, and <laughs> she would say something like, "I think my spirit animal would be a koala bear." I was like, "Why?" It's like what what's similar between your character or personality and theirs? And she's like, oh, they're just cute. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm cute, you, you know, I'm your, cute or whatever. No, no, and she wasn't saying that. She was just like she liked them because it was a cute animal. I was like, well, maybe oh, she was trying to say she was cute. You're trying to you're trying to draw parallels between like a personality of an animal and yourself. No, I think I think I'm very similar to a wolf in that wolves they're they're always or most of the time impacts. Um, they all have a different role depending on where you are in life or the ranking system. Um, very strategic about how they move, ah, which okay. I, I, I think I describes me a lot. I'm I very, that. very strategic. I don't, yeah. I don't just make decisions. Yeah, unless right. it involves like food. But yeah. other than that, like <laughs> that's, I'm pretty, that's very, 
meticulous and everything I do is follow your gut calculated yeah well that's when and I can it. throw down if I have to like right. that's that's textbook wolf <laughs> John the Wolf Williams that's your name John the Wolf, the Wolf Williams. Williams John the Wolf Williams so I had a and I had a friend uh, Abby she said Tyler I think I can never pin down what I thought my spirit animal was and she said I think you're <laughs> I think you're a poisonous dart frog. <laughs> and I was like, what? She's like, yeah, I think you're one of those poisonous frogs that like is so colorful and just has this like very unique personality. It has this aura about it, but yeah, then yeah. if it gets on you, it kills you. <laughs> so I can't I can't say that I disagree with her. Maybe I am a poisonous dart frog. I don't know. Smear enough ice is my spirit beer. I hate that we I hate that one, it came out in episode one, and the fact that we drug it along to episode two makes me so mad, because I I don't even like Smirnoff. I, you know what I find funny? This is random, but you know we're having a conversation, and the audience is totally listening to, they're just listening. You know, there are no other senses involved. Mm-hmm. Um, Probably pulling the hair out right now. Yeah, that's like, right. How does Tyler legitimately think a crocodile is going to beat up a tiger or okay, I mean, a, tiger's a, gonna tiger, beat a, crocodile. a tiger is absolutely going to kick ass it's not he can do so much more he can bite he can pounce he can jump he can run he can swim what can a crocodile do you can't run zigzag just in a straight line okay or is that just an alligator I mean bullies don't run in zigzags either but they kill people that's right that's a good point you're calling a crocodile a bully a bullet? Oh, a bullet. Oh, I thought you said bully. I was like, well, whoa, hey. Let's not bring up that. <laughs> but, Tough no, subject. I, I don't know. I would love to see an alligator, I mean a crocodile and a tiger in the same ring. I'd pay $100 to see that. Uh, That's animal cruelty, but okay. No, it's not. Okay, not a ring. Let me rephrase that. Like a natural environment. Natural, like a... Uh, a mutual ground that they could both fight in. Oh yeah, like definitely get the fight promoter to find a neutral ground for them yeah. to fight in. Yeah, maybe UFC could sponsor it or something like that. Oh my goodness, I don't know. I've got I, and I've got another versus topic. We here. we should definitely start with your business ideas. This isn't a business idea. I I was just saying that it's a little competitive match between a crocodile and a tiger. Now, do we make a little money off of it? Yeah. <laughs> But those aren't my intentions. My intentions. You're probably going. See, that's right. You just stated that, like, the most successful entrepreneurs, they don't intend on making money. They intend on spreading an idea or uh, some sort of entity. Like, that's me. I think you should stick with t-shirts for now. Okay. When yeah, you can well, successfully order t-shirts and get them from point A to B, then we can talk. I'm so. I'm sorry that uh, I'm truly sorry, John, that I'm so concerned with my message that sometimes I forget. Some of the basic details of life. I just want to be a positive influence, you know. I've got so many metaphors. Bur- you know, birds of a feather flock together. That's I've heard. That a so man many on times. his feet is worth two in the seat. What? A man on his feet is worth two in the seat. It's like okay, you have a desk job, and then there's this salesman out there. He's on his feet. He's sinking. Sells. Yeah, yeah. Not just sell. All right, is that is that all you got? Because you're running me up the wall right now. Well, I want to get this off my chest. I came in fifth place in a beer mile, Fort Worth. 
I came in fifth place in a beer mile here in Fort Worth. Uh, this was back in maybe July. And uh, I said, okay, I just graduated college. I run a lot. So if I just graduated college, clearly like I'm familiar with drinking, mm -hmm. drinking beer. So why not combine the two and I'll get a, I'll get a W out of this. I'll, I'll come in first place. And so I, I show up and there are probably 150 contestants and then like half of them, I'd say like 40 out of the 125 were doing the competitive branch. The rest were like non-competitive. They were just there to have a great time. And I show up, I'm a part of the competitive. So we, you had to drink a beer every quarter mile. So drink a beer at the start, starting line felt great. I said, okay, three, a mile to go and three more beers to down. I get to the second beer, I down that. I'm, I'm in good position to win. I'm in, I think at that point, third place. I get to the third beer, like noticing a little bit of a change in my perception of this race. I said, oh my goodness, I'm starting to struggle. But I was like, okay, I'm still, I'm in second place at this point. I get to the fourth beer. And by the time I get to the fourth beer, most of the walking group has crossed paths with us. Mm -hmm. So I'm downing the fourth beer and nope, this isn't going to work. I throw up all of the beer that I've drank in this beer mile. And not only that, but everyone that was in the walking non-competitive branch saw this whole scene go down and everyone just laughed at me. But I threw it all up, got back on my feet and sprinted my tail to the finish line. The moral of the story is no matter how, no matter how many times you throw up, just finish the race, man. Okay, that was a train wreck waiting to happen. Um, on that note, we're going to end episode two right here. So it's episode two of the podcast, Doe. Thanks for listening. You can check us out on Spotify, SoundCloud, and hopefully soon Apple Podcasts. Um, until then, we'll see you next time.